Welcome to the Smart Home Show. Today we have Colin Billings, the CEO and founder of Oro. We're going to be asking um, some questions all about Oro and kind of the future of lighting and more intelligent um, learning smart home products like Oro. So I'll hand it over to you, Colin, if you'll introduce yourself and then we'll, we'll chat a little bit. Hi, Colin, uh, the CEO of Oro. Uh, Oro is the world's first responsive lighting system for your home. Uh, simply replaces any switch in your house and within four or five days, you'll never have to think about your lights again. Yeah, it's interesting. Like it's when I, I, I was just researching it and I, and I like that. I, I, I will we'll enter, we'll ask a few questions, but I think what this is fascinating to me about your product is it kind of reminds me of, and correct me if I'm wrong, of, of Nest, how it, you know, it just learns. Um, and then you don't have to worry about it. Like the learning aspect of the thermostat, is that kind of what you're aiming at to be the Nest of, of the light switch? I think the of lighting. No, the comparison is one that we're grateful for. I think that there's many things that uh -huh. are similar and then there are a number of ways that uh, are a, a bit different. I, I think, uh, you know, the light switch and the light in our home is, uh, is an essential component of how we live at, house, at our houses. Um, and so, mm -hmm. you know, you can imagine walking through your house in the middle of the night to check on the baby um, versus, you know, waking up and having your cup of coffee versus having a, a, a dinner with friends on a Friday night. Each one of those has sort of different levels of lighting that make those moments either very easy or very special. Um, and so mm -hmm. today you would adjust the light in your home about 50 times a day per person on average. Um, and still you're often out of sync with your lights. Um, and so that was really what we, mm -hmm. we were looking at as a way to, to sort of make life easier, but actually have the right light, um, ideally through every moment of your life at home. Um, now we are doing quite a bit of learning, um, and there are sort of two things that I think are very different from, uh, from, from something like Nest or climate control where, where learning sort of has been before. Um, the first is that you use your light switches uh, a whole lot more frequently than your, your thermostat is even before you get a smart um, product. Um, and so with Aura, we designed it so that you can continue using your lights um, exactly the way you had before. It's a light switch. It has, you know, you can dim it up and down, manually on, manual on and off. Um, and essentially, Oro just makes memories of those moments and those adjustments um, and learns what those different moments mean for you in terms of the lighting that you prefer. Um, so you're actually, you know, doing something already every day uh, that that has a lot more information about the light levels that you like than you would be, you know, otherwise adjusting your thermostat, for example. So um, we see that our learning is is quite a bit faster in terms of what we do um, now. Uh, you know, lighting is our, our first job as a light switch, and that is um, the thing that we have worked on first. But we are really excited about the sort of opportunities um, that come when the, the light switch, which is in every room, has a lot more capability. And uh, that's why the Oro switch has more in common with a smartphone than it does with a light switch, is that once Oro takes care of your lights, there's actually much more that it can do for any room in terms of, of sort of upgrading what's possible from that, that space. Yeah. I, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking about. Cause so is there the, the, 
essentially the motion sensor, the detector that's infrared? There are four sensors that help it, us with understanding what's going on in the space. But and you know, for occupancy or activity, what we call presence detection, uh, we're using mm-hmm. primarily uh, an infrared sensor, uh, which is a motion sensor, as well as an, uh, an auditory sensor, which are microphones. Um, and that's mm-hmm. extremely different than anybody else who's ever kind of done this before. Traditionally, you know, light switches use, you know, just very simple motion sensors that, you know, are really often just vacancy sensors. Um, and, the, and the reason mm-hmm. for that, um, you know, the limitation of using a single sensor is that you're just getting a much smaller picture of what's going on in the room. So if you were to jump on your couch and watch Netflix, you're not really moving around very mm-hmm. much, but that doesn't mean that you're not there anymore. Um, and so Oro is, is combining, fusing together data from a number of sensors to understand what's happening in the room. Um, and then is there, is there a speaker? There is. Uh, so uh, to just quickly talk about sort of the switch and, uh, you know, it's really a switch like mm-hmm. no other. So it has four sensors. It has a light sensor. So it understands how bright the room is. It has a proximity mm-hmm. sensor. So it understands a bit of awareness around where the device is, uh, a motion sensor and two microphones. Um, the next layer there is a touchscreen, uh, sort of retina quality touchscreen. So it's got a dynamic interface on the front um, and a speaker. Wow. Um, and so those are really sort of the main interface components, right? So with microphones and voice and an internet connection, which the Oro switch has, you can now have conversations with Oro or your voice assistants or potentially other people in your home via an intercom. Um, and really sort of have an, a, a, a vocal interface with, with Oro and all the other things that you uh, want to connect with inside of your house, things or people, um, but as well as a touchscreen that allows it to sort of adapt to what you're trying to do at the moment. Um, you know, I think Steve Jobs said once that the sort of move to touchscreen was the thing that allowed apps to be very contextual. Um, the home is very mm-hmm. contextual, right? That, you know, every hour where you are in your home, you are likely trying to do something slightly different than any other different time. Um, and so mm-hmm. that allows the Oro switch to, to be really helpful um, depending on the moment and where you are. It's really exciting. So in, are the integrations with Google Assistant and Alexa, are they live right now? They are. Today you can connect Oro to uh, Alexa. Sorry, or- I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, sorry, uh, my Alexa's going crazy. <laughs> uh, or, or Google Assistant uh, and control your lights through that. And then uh, with the auditory system, the audio system on the Oro Switch, we're going to be uh, releasing voice assistants built in uh, in the springtime. It's, yeah, it's amazing. I Because um, I have, I, I think I would, I'll, I'll love it. Like, I, can't, I can't wait to try it out because like I have all my, I have like Echo, I have devices hidden everywhere, right? Because that's what I want. And I think that's what people want in the future. And of course, that I think is the vision is to have voice integrated into everything. So you, correct, are there, are there other, I mean, of course, I think yours is the most intelligent light switch out there. Um, are there other ones that have it, that have like voice integrated into them right now, like smart light there switches? There are some, right? You know, we, we yeah. think that you shouldn't have to choose the your light switch brand based on the Uh use case that you have um, in any given room right so you know if you want a voice um, assistant built into a light switch there are a a couple products where you can get that other than oro 
Um, but you really have to be all about voice with those products. They don't dim, they don't activate on your presence. Um, you really sort of have to use them in places where, you know, the only thing I really want this for is a replacement for a smart, uh, smart speaker. Um, you know, or you know, when it comes to the light, the, the location of the light switch in your home, there's not sort of infinite numbers of them, right? Um, and, yeah. and you don't really want four different apps for four different lighting systems in your home. You want one, and Oro is the only one that has the capability to do anything that you want to do over the next, you know, decade or more in your home. And the Oro switch is built to last longer in your home than you do. Um, and, mm -hmm. and have all the ingredients necessary to sort of update as your, your sort of needs or services or products in your home update as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated. It's definitely, I haven't, I haven't done my switches yet, but, um, most of them, as you know, look horrible and yours is beautiful. Um, and that's great. I mean, design means so much and, and it makes me think Are I mean, it, a, it makes me think with all that we're talking about with your switch, like it's, 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 it's $199, but for all the stuff packed into it, that's a great deal. So how many switches I think are you estimating that people will actually replace in their home um, on average, but then also is in, you know, of course you, you might not be able to disclose, but are you focusing on um, retrofitting and new homes and builders or, How's that rolling out? So uh, I'll take the first, the second question first, and then we can talk about sure. um, how people are getting started. So the Oro switch yeah. is a seamless replacement for any light switch. Uh, the only thing that's really required is that you have a neutral wire, which means that your house needs to have either been built or remodeled um, in the last mm -hmm. 30 to 40 years, um, as that became mm -hmm. sort of prevalent in the, in the mid seventies. Uh, other than that, it works with all your existing bulbs. You don't have to buy anything new. Um, it installs in about 10 to 15 minutes. Um, if you've ever replaced a light switch before, it'll be the easiest one you've ever done. Um, and if it's the first time, you'll find it extremely simple to do. Uh, now, that means that we, we focused on, on retrofitting um, as a sort of core part of what we're able to do. But that obviously means that new homes makes it uh, very easy as well. Um, and so how do you get started with Oro? So or one Oro replaces one switch. Uh, so, uh, you know, for every set of lights that you have in your home, you were going to get one Oro. Uh, we recommend that people get and start Oro on the rooms that they spend the most amount of time in on the major lighting circuit. And the reason we recommend that is that uh, we did a lot of research uh, and discovered that, that generally people only use one circuit at a time in their home. So 90% of the time, that someone's in a room, they're only turning on or off or adjusting the, the brightness of the main lighting circuit. So you might have three light switches in the wall, but basically every day you're really only using the main one. Um, and so Oro mm. go, should go on that one ideally for you today. You can go on all of them if you want, um, and it will make you never have to think about those lights again. And what we see is that, you know, as soon as you move to a world where you're no longer manually or sort of cognitively thinking about your lights and your lights are just automatically responding on and off into the right level um, based on your movement and, and, and presence in rooms that the main lighting circuits are the ones that actually become the almost the exclusive one, uh, the exclusive provider of light in those homes where Oro is installed. 
Um, and so for most people, that's, you know, somewhere between four, like, you know, you can start with one. We recommend if you want to try it, get one and put it in your living room or your kitchen or your bedroom. Um, but most people are, are getting, you know, three or four across their home to start. Mm-hmm. And do most people um, install them themselves? Like, especially at three or four, I'm, I'm curious if they do them themselves because my next question, um, you know, is all about installation. So I, I, I was reading about Quick Connect, but I just didn't have a chance to find like specifically. So I'm very curious about that. Or do they hire a, an electrician or is it mixed? So we're seeing about 90% of our people do self-install. Um, I think, I think that uh-huh. that might shift over time as, as we sort of get to uh, a, a larger and larger set of customers. Um, mm-hmm. it, it really sort of, I think, comes down to, like, do you feel comfortable replacing a light switch? And surprisingly, a lot more people than you might expect do do that do feel that way. Um, and then time, right? You know, there's a, there's a big difference between, you know, buying four Oros and doing that in an, in, you know, an afternoon for an hour mm-hmm. versus buying 15 of them and saying, you know what, like, maybe I'm just going to pay someone to do it. Um, it installs in, in about 15 minutes with uh, basic tools, basically a Phillips and a flathead screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Those are primarily just removing the, the, the screws. Um, and then everything else about wire connections is essentially toolless, right? So you um, turn off your breaker um, for safety. Uh, you remove your old light switch. Um, the same exact wires that are connected to your light switch today just essentially plug into the back of Oro, right? There's no screw terminals or other things that oh. mean that you have to, um, you know, use tools or crimp wires or do all these other things. It just sort of plugs in with a self-locking mechanism uh, into the back of the Oro switch. Um, that helps sort of cut down on the amount of wires that are in there because sometimes junction boxes can be filled with with wires. Um, you screw it back into the wall and flip your breaker and do a few quick steps of setup and you're done. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done my switches, but I did, you know, I, we, my company, Orlando Smart Homes, we do a lot of kind of the consumer stuff like smart locks and um, doorbells, uh, you know, doorbell ninja. I also do that. And then you know, outside cameras and stuff. So we don't get many requests for these right now, but um, I, I think a lot of people will start start doing, you know, the, the switches much more so than the plugs, which are, you know, have their limitations and, and smart bulbs and just kind of make it more smart and integrated. But I, I've been doing um, plugs and, um, and yeah, I mean, the key obviously is turn off power and, and also have a no touch um, voltage meter. Those things are great to make sure just everything is totally yep. safe. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that's what I was curious about is, is, you know, cause there you have to screw, screw it in and, and make sure it's in right. And like in my house, it was built in 63. So, and, but then renovated. So some of the junction boxes are, or the, the gang, the gang boxes are plastic, but then one was metal. Um, so yours I'm sure fit like size wise and, and all of them, but it was, it was weird. Like with, with the, the connection on the side, you know, I plugged it in and it touched and then I turned it on and then I moved it and it touched the metal. So yours, that's what I was thinking is like, there has to be a smarter way of connecting this. And I think that's what your quick connect is, right? That's right. So it's just a smarter way. Yeah. I think that, you know, what we tried to do and, you know, really at every aspect of Oro is to sort of take the, um, the experiences and, and, and find the way to make them easier and, and sort of, add more to your life, right? And sort of the clear way that we're doing that sort of your experience every day is with your lighting. Uh, But with installation, you know, there has sort of 
you know, traditionally been, it, it, it's, it's, you know, you've got, you've got to hold wires with one hand, you got to hold the switch, you got to get a screwdriver, you got to bend the wire, you got to get it around the terminal, you got to screw it. Those are things that um, make it just much more difficult um, than it needs to be. And so with Quick Connect, you, you know, you literally just take off the wire from your old switch, straighten it and stick it in the back of the Oro switch. Uh, and then it, it has a terminal a mechanism in there that will make the connection and hold the wire in. Um, and then there's a, just a simple slider to unlock it if you ever want to remove it or move, you know, you need to adjust the wires in any way. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I can't wait to check that out. I, I waited until my wife was gone so she didn't hear me <laughs> <laughs> cussing and losing it. I mean, but it, you know, it's, 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 it wasn't that bad. It wasn't, you know, once you do it once, but yours, it's, it's, uh, you can take, you take away with this, the intimidation factor and people just give it a go. Cause that's what I find. I mean, I love helping people and, you know, you know, a doorbell into concrete or something, you know, most people don't have a hammer driller or stuff like that. And so, but you know, for the most part, a lot of this smart home stuff is pretty easy to install. Some people, you know, just want to hire a pro kind of like somebody like me or an electrician to do, to do it, that the right way because maybe and maybe they're intimidated or they value their time but for the most part it's it's nice to think that this could be done by anybody yeah. safely quickly cleanly looks good um and that's i think what a lot of people are doing is getting over that that intimidation factor like ring is doing i think with the people doorbell and and you know it'll be interesting to see too like maybe the evolution of the thermostat the nest one although it's pretty easy to do as well I think it makes it easier for installers too, right? You know, you, you know, the yeah. installer is already familiar with the wires that they're looking for and all these other things. And, yeah. and you know, if you can take uh, three or four minutes, maybe five minutes of switch out of the equation without having to deal with, you know, screw terminals and all those other things, um, you can actually make yeah. your customers happy because you can do, you know, probably more switch installs with an Oro switch than you could do with other in less time. Right. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you're spending less time as an installer there on site, um, mm -hmm. which means your, 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 your time is a little bit more um, efficiently used and your customer doesn't, you know, you know, is more likely to use an installer um, because mm -hmm. when, you know, when you look at a light switch install, it's the, the cost for the home visit plus, you know, what, I mean, let's call it a half hour for every single one. And, you know, you can probably mm -hmm. bring, bring your prices down a little bit, but still make as much money. Given your yeah, time. and so do you do? Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I mean, yeah, because I guess I won't name names with doorbells, but some doorbells are better, but then some doorbells are much easier <laughs> to install and work work every time. You know, the battery ones, the the non battery ones are better. I mean, they record full time, but the battery ones, there, there's a lot of problems that could be that with doorbells. You know, like the transformer and a lot of other stuff. Yeah, so it's it's nice to to have to get over those hurdles of of one of problems and installation stuff. And yeah, so I mean, the easier the better for everybody, for the customer, for the installer. Um, and then with what I like too, I think that kind of ties in with installation is this switch doesn't need internet to work. It just it works. And then of course it's the internet is. And the, all the learning is housed internally, right? So, I mean, it's when it's connected to the internet, it's controllable by the app, obviously. But as I was reading, it doesn't have to be, which is good for, for setup and installation because 
you know, maybe they don't have their Wi-Fi password or maybe it doesn't, you know, um, it's, it's not there yet. Is that, that's correct. Right? Uh, it's, it's basically correct. So, yeah. Hello. For setup. And that's just so that we authorize mm. and we know that you have a legitimate, uh, borrow device. Um, and after setup, it mm. ne never needs to have the internet connected again. Um, and, and, and wow. that's primarily because, and, you know, sort of traditional or, or sort of the world of, of these smart lighting systems that we're kind of trying to, to sort of take us away from is, you know, you kind of come home and you're sort of wondering whether or not your lights are going to do the things that you program them to do, depending on whether or not they are connected to the internet, right? Um, the, the, the two ways that sort of most often manifests itself is, uh, the lights are really slow to turn on, right? Because maybe there's a sensor, but it has to talk to the cloud and then the cloud tells the switch what to do. Um, and so best case scenario is that it's a bit slow just because it has to make that round trip. Um, and then the worst case scenario is that for whatever reason, it's lost connection. Maybe your router's down, your internet service provider's on the fritz that day. Um, and so you walk into rooms or you come home and you try to make a change and the lights don't do it. Um, so for, you know, that was a really key part of our design choices was to make mm -hmm. the switch itself smart rather than, you know, make it essentially a remote control, right? All other switches really that are out there today are essentially not very smart. They're just remote controls. Um, and so Oro, you know, observes your presence and makes a decision about the lighting adjustment that needs to be made in milliseconds all on each individual device. Um, all the learning happens on the device. So uh, if you set up an Oro switch and then rip your router out, it will learn how to adjust the lights in that space all on its own and keep adapting to your life, um, you know, essentially for the entire lifetime of your home um, without ever needing to be connected to the internet again. Now, of course, internet connection is great for a couple of reasons. One being that it, you'll get software updates because the, you know, the Oro mm -hmm. experience is constantly getting upgraded. Um, and two is, uh, is that you can get additional functionality, um, like remote control you mentioned, um, but those are completely optional. And what about with, with scheduling? Like, say if I scheduled, um, you know, the lights to come on at 6 PM and then I'm not connected to the internet. It, I, I assume there's a, a timer or a clock it has, or, its, own, in the it has device? its own sense of time. So it, it picks wow. up time during setup and then will keep that sense of time uh, forever, even through, I guess, you know, if it went offline for like a week, then the, there's a small, mm -hmm. tiny little battery there that keeps the real-time clock running. Um, mm -hmm. But even through sort of temporary, like, t uh, power outages, uh, it will always know what time it is and what day of the week it is. And um, so just going back a little bit, are you, are you guys working with builders or is that like on the roadmap? Or we are. Um, so, so we yeah. have uh, actually been working with uh, large developers so far in the multifamily space. So people that are sort of owning mm -hmm. and operating large apartment and condo, condo buildings. Uh, we started mm -hmm. to work with people that are in new builds phases of their homes. Uh, when you start to think about, Hey, my lights, can understand when I'm in a room and adjust on their own, you, there are some design, cho design cho choices that you might make differently, uh, but it uses the exact same electrical infrastructure, right? Because it's a seamless replacement. That means you can you know, decide to use Oro at a rough end stage and without making any changes if you wanted to. Uh, 
Um, and then there is, you know, obviously a program that we have in place for people that are buying at volume as well. Um, perfect. And we're covering so much. I, I have a list of questions here, but I'm just trying to figure out which ones. I think we covered a lot of this, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of other light switches on the market. And I think you've gone over it, but how would you just briefly list the main differentiators between Oro and, and the, the others? I would say that Oro is the only system that allows you to, to, to really sort of never think about your lights again, right? And we focused a lot on that first part, um, you know, at, in the early phases of our company. Uh, and so, you know, you don't ever really have to think about manually adjusting your lights, whether it's waking up in the morning or leaving for work. It's the only one that knows how to turn on when you arrive in the room and turn off after you've left. And it will set your light to the right level based on what it's learned about you. So, so really no one else is doing that today. Um, and, and, and that commitment to the importance of lighting is something that's, I think, very unique in this space, right? So we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, light switches that have voice assistance in them and other things. Those are ones that are really more about voice assistance than they are about your lighting. Um, uh-huh. That being said, Oro is also the the only switch that does lighting the way it does and can go beyond lighting. Um, and so, you know, it's the it's the 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 one switch that you can buy today that will be ready and able to upgrade with your life for the next ten years. Um, and so, you know, whether that means connecting your doorbell to your Oro system and being able to see on the touchscreen who's at your front door right from the room that you're standing in. Uh, to, yeah. you know, walking up to, uh, the, um, to the switch in your bedroom and adjusting the temperature from one of your, your climate systems, uh, you can do that, um, to, you know, talking to your favorite voice assistant from the bathroom as you're figuring out what to wear in the morning. Um, you can go um, only with Oro and get all of those things, which is, is not possible with any other switch. Yeah. And there's no camera on it, obviously, for, for yes. privacy. Yeah. Because it would, if I think there was a camera, it'd be like, Jason, why are you wearing a black shirt again? You've worn <laughs> one for the last 15 days. So uh, to get personal with you, I mean, you have a, a, a good story of why lighting is so important, I think, with, with sleep and, and a lot of other things, right? Yeah. I mean, we, I got interested in the, you know, lighting through an experience with having a, a, a lot of difficulty with sleep. And, this was back in 2014, um, and I like to say I, I became one of Amazon's best customer for sleep aids. I basically <laughs> bought every, like, whether it was, like, white noise machine, blackout shades, melatonin pills. Yeah. Like, I was uh, yeah. desperate. And, and I got recommended an app for my computer called Flux, which is, mm-hmm. uh, I think, you know, probably to most people listening, Flux it would, it would be a predecessor for something like Night Shift on your iPhone or... Um, some of the wellness um, features related to lighting on Android and, and the sort of part of a lot of our operating systems today. Um, and Flux, you know, basically adjusts the brightness and color temperature of your screens, depending on the time of day and where you are in the world. Um, and then within about seven days, I was sleeping better, um, which aside from being uh, some version of a lifesaver for me, uh, was really fascinating. Like, how could I just do this little installation of a, a program for my laptops and have this big of a benefit. And, and that really was the seed. And what I came to learn as I started to do the research was that, that the scientific community and, and the people that do a lot of research on health 
had really for quite some time, you know, back to the early 90s, really started to lay out and document and provide evidence for something that seems pretty common sense, which is the light that we are exposed to throughout the day affects our bodies and in particular how we sleep. Um, and that, you know, in short terms is basically saying that we are hardwired to respond to the light that we experience throughout the day, because for the last mm -hmm. three and a half billion years, as we were evolving, uh, the earth was orbiting the sun in periods of cyclical light and dark periods. Um, and we responded to that. Um, and so, you know, only in the last 100 years has artificial light been around. Um, and albeit with many amazing benefits to us as, as, as humankind, it comes with uh, the potential threat of really disrupting these natural rhythms of our body. Um, and so I said, well, now that makes sense. And I wanted to try to build flux for my home and I tried to do that with like, you know, a hub and smart bulbs and, you know, really sort of what was available at the time. And I, I quickly realized that, you know, A, smart bulbs were going to have a lot of problems because they become dumb as soon as you turn the light switch off. Um, mm -hmm. And it's really sort of hard to use an app constantly to control your lights. Uh, and two, that um, lighting actually sort of can be this thing that is uh, that is much more. Uh, powerful in our in our lives at home, not only for wellness, but just for easy convenience reasons, um, if it was something that that we didn't have to think about all the time. Um, I mean, everybody, you know, sort of has the memory of like be, getting in bed with your wife and having her say, you know, are the lights still on? Um, so, you know, it saves those moments. But uh, also, you know, getting up in the morning to sort of soft light in the in the morning and having bright light during the day, and dimming down in the evening helps us, you know, have a have a have a better night's sleep, um, and and that was really where we got started with Oro. Um, does the switch light up so that it could act like the kind of like the um, Farsight function on the Nest thermostat, or with the Nest Protect smoke detectors? I love the path light. Does the switch light up at all, or? like when it senses motion, because I'm thinking about like with my daughter, whenever she gets up in the middle of the night or even me to walk around, it's so nice to have just small lights. And it's, it's kind of cool, you know, when they come on whenever I enter a space, they, it, does, it, does it light? It does. Um, as yeah. you enter a space, the, the Oros, the screen on the Oros switch will, will activate. That's something that you could turn off during the night times if you want, or, you know, all the time, mm -hmm. but most people leave it on. Um, and then you can also, mm -hmm. Uh, configure the Oro uh, to either turn the lights on in the, at night or not. Um, and so, mm -hmm. you know, when I get up in the middle of the night and walk down to check on the baby, my, I, I have mm -hmm. some set to turn on the overhead lights and it comes on at a very, very, very low level. And then the other ones, yeah. you know, don't activate the lights. Um, and so I just have very soft, quiet, you know, path lighting down the hall um, so that by the time I get ready to go back to bed after, you know, getting her up or changing her diaper, I'm, I'm back, um, back asleep easily. Yeah. And of all the, it's weird of all the smart home stuff and cameras and door locks and lights I have, um, at this point, like the thing that, I mean, I think makes me feel like the coolest about my, my house or smart home is those lights is, is at night when those path lights gently come on and essentially that's, I mean, that's a lot of what this is, what Oro accomplishes is, is that how it's just helping you. And, and it's, it's, I think that's, it's really cool. It's really neat to, 
to see that. Like, yeah, the, con- the contextual yeah. choices about how your day is different at different times of the day and what you're trying to do and how much light you need is just really something that's never existed before, right? You know, there, there was yeah. a time where I think just for uh, learning purposes, I put motion-activated switches in every room in my house. And it, yeah. I, I, I like, didn't want to leave my bedroom in the middle of the night because I'd walk down the hallway and all the lights <laughs> would turn on at 100%. Right. So, so really yeah, to be yeah. able to sort of marry together uh, activation based on your presence, you have to have uh, more intelligent decisions about the level of light at different times of day and contexts for that to work. Um, and yeah, because if it's four, four in the morning, your, your switch knows. Right. It knows that you don't. Yeah. Uh, versus, you know, versus two in the afternoon, you'll get the bright light that you need. Um, in that room that doesn't get good natural light. Yeah. Um, so what, what could you share about what's next for Oro? Um, but then also like for smart home tech, um, and, and just, you know, 3000 mile overview of, of what's going on. Yeah. So I think, well, what's next for Oro is that, you know, we'll always be working on making lighting better, right? So there's a lot that we think is, is, is still quite interesting to do. Things like predictive lighting, like when you open your front door and you walk past an Oro switch and you have, you know, Oro switches throughout your home. And we know that when you walk past, you come in the door at 5 p.m. on, on your way home from work, that you always go to the kitchen. We know how to light your home predictively for you, right? Just an example. Um, so we'll always keep our commitment and our priority to lighting um, there because that's that's the most important job that we have to do every day. Um, then, you know, the, the next wave of things that you'll see are, are really things that are bringing more of your smart home into every room around an Oro switch, right? And so th- that's really integrations. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they'll you know, be clearly integrations with other smart home systems, you know, whether that's HomeKit or SmartThings and Home Assistant, mm-hmm. um, but a lot more direct integrations um, with the different other devices that you have in your home, because one, we can make it easier for you to control them anywhere you are in your home without your smartphone. Um, and two, that we can actually provide information back to those systems to make them smarter. Um, and so, for example, with a thermostat, um, whether that be like, you know, one of the most popular ones like Ecovee or Nest or, or other ones, we can actually provide your, your, your presence and usage information back to their system so that they can uh, improve the way that they're heating or cooling your home, right? Sort of like my example, like the place where I live before, where I live now with my wife, we had a nest by the front door of our apartment. And so it always thought I woke up in the morning when I left for work at 730 in the morning. Right. (laughs) Because that was the only time that anybody actually walked in front of the sensor and said, hey, someone's up and moving. Um, Uh You know, Oro, the more places it's in your home, the more it can, you know, share with your other systems what's going on. Um, Or, you know, if you have one of these lock systems, you know, you're in your bedroom you can just lock all your doors directly from your light switch or, or, or via voice. Um, and so really the integrations are, are, are the next wave for us. Um, and, and we're excited about that. Um, when I step back and I look at the broader sort of smart home space, I think there's really sort of, you know, sort of three or four areas um, that, I'm, that I'm interested in kind of watching. 
Um, you know, the first is, is, you know, in no sort of particular order is sort of what's going to happen around the voice uh, assistance, um, primarily because, you know, you know, the voice assistants are better at different things, right? And, you know, having to get, you know, an Echo Dot and a Google Home for access to those services in every room where I want to access a voice assistant is a little bit uh, frustrating for me. Um, and and I, I would really sort of like those things to work like apps rather than hardware products that you have to buy. Um, because mm -hmm. Oro Switch technologically could support both of those assistants simultaneously, for example. Um, and you could say, hey, Google, and talk to Google Assistant for your calendar and then you know, order something from Amazon um, all with a single device. And so I think that we'll start to see uh, the voice assistants become less about hardware and more about you know, software and their, their, their sort of installation on, a, on, a, on third party devices. Um, the sort of second area that I'm, I'm interested in is that, you know, is, is sort of how we get to sort of, sort of a more suggested sort of automation scheme, right? And, and that sounds really technical, but, you know, mm -hmm. really like a lot of what's out there today is about rule building. Right. So you have to like mm -hmm. sit down with an app or on your computer and you have to build these rules out. Um, and aside from being cumbersome, uh, like they're, they're sort of not really reflect, they're reflective of what you think you want to do or you, you want, you, you want to do, but not actually what you do every day. Um, mm -hmm. And so if these systems can start sharing more information with one another, uh, it's possible. And they're married with actually like where in your home you are at different times and how people, how different people are in the home. Like, I think those, those, we, you know, those patterns can be recognized and suggested a whole lot easier for you. Um, like for, you know, example, you know, it's 9 PM on a Saturday night and we know that everybody that's home is in the living room. And then we just see that the TV, you know, the, the TV just popped on. What do you do when all of those things happen most often? Like we start to automate that for you automatically um, or at least suggest it as a, as a sort of rule that you can save. Um, so I think we'll start to get more, you know, more, more patterns understood, um, which will make life easier. Um, the third being, uh, you know, one thing that we're, we're really interested in and part of the philosophy around privacy um, and reliability that's built into Oro is, is the home doesn't need the cloud. It shouldn't need the cloud um, for a lot of things. Uh, and more and more things happening locally in the home makes a lot of sense, right? So, um, you know, if you have two devices on your router, like, why can't they just talk to one another um, and do things mm -hmm. without having to go, you know, make a round trip to the cloud? Um, that, I think, marries with a sort of increased level of processing power. Like your home is sort of getting a brain, albeit from a distributed set of devices, it's getting, you know, pretty intelligent. Um, mm -hmm. And theoretically, you know, or, or actually, you know, quite practically in the, in the near term, a lot more of those jobs can be done locally rather than, you know, with the cloud, which means, you know, it'll be more secure and private and it will, you know, be more reliable. You know, you don't really need that many voice commands to control most things in your home. Um, you know, it's not a it's not a list of 200 things. Uh, those things could actually probably all be recognized by a device that lives on your house and in, inside your house alone, um, which means that, you know, whether or not you're connected to the Internet um, or your devices are doesn't matter. You can still you can still access those things.
Yeah, I think that's going to be crucial. Privacy. It's it's you know Amazon and Google. I think are going to have to cross that path or cross that bridge and and figure it out. And whoever does it, you know, whether it's Apple who jumps in and and and, and or companies like yourself that really take the privacy stuff more seriously, it's I think that's key because you know we we're talking about homes, so we're talking about where we live and what we say and what we do. And I mean, it's, it's bad enough that, you know, everything, everybody knows you're being tracked and your data is being collected on your phone and your computer, but yeah, it'll be really interesting. I think you guys are thinking about that. And I think, you know, the, whoever wins the smart home, you know, in each category or, or for the most part succeeds, they're going to be companies that do a lot of stuff off the cloud and value the privacy and, and make it simple and smart, but, you know, intelligent locally versus, you know, the other, the other way around. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I was yeah, going to say go that, that, you know, there's a reason why the cloud architecture was built. And I think that, that, yeah. that reason is becoming less uh, true now, right. You know, processing the, the sort of cost of compute um, was yeah. once a very expensive thing. And so you wanted to sort of aggregate the need for that in one place um, but the, the Oro switch is 800 megahertz of processing per switch, right? So you put four or five of these in your home and you have as much computing power literally in the walls of your house as you do on <laughs> your laptop. Um, wow. and, and that means your home now has a brain. Um, and we are excited as we work with our partners to, to sort of increase the capabilities and skills that all of the things in your home that matter to you day in and day out can, can work with that brain in a way that is 100% reliable because it's never really going outside of your home and, wow, and private. Man. How loud is the speaker? Is it just loud enough? Maybe like a, um, it's like echo. Dot. I, I, okay. The first generation or second? First generation, probably. I, I would, okay. I would, yeah. I haven't seen the second generation sort of DB specs recently, but um, yeah. you know, it, for, it is not intended to be a place where you listen to music, right? It's, it's not, mm -hmm. you know, if you're interested in audio, um, around playlists and other things, you know, you're going to have a speaker and you're going to use that system for that. Um, but if you're, you know, have your faucet running and you're brushing your teeth and you ask, you know, ask or mm -hmm. what, you know, Alexa, what's the weather you're, it's perfect for conversations, whether that's intercom or with a voice assistant, um, or maybe even as a home phone eventually where people can sort of call you and, you know, the vision there is that you walk around your house and you just can have conversations just like drop in does today. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to Amazon, the new, well, the new echo dot sounds amazing. It, it really does. They did a good um, job with they, it. They did a really good job with it. And like any of them, like the echo dot, I don't know about the old one, like the hockey puck looking one, but the one that looks more like the, the Google home mini. Um, sounds amazing and, and the home mini sounds good too especially in like a confined space so yeah like a light switch especially in a bathroom or kind of a smaller s space you know like oro yeah i think would be able to accomplish that maybe listen to news or definitely you know for communication um well i can't wait to try it out and um so where could where can people buy them now? We're available online on our website. So that's getoro.com. Uh, and mm -hmm. uh, you can just purchase from the online store there. Cool. And then do you have plans to, um, to 
to be in like brick and mortar retail locations or with large retailers or is that we will too, too big? We will eventually. Yeah. I think that you know right now uh, we want to make sure that people understand how much value we bring to their home. Um, and uh-huh. that means being able to tell our story, uh, on our, you know, directly to our customers. Um, and at some yeah. point, you know, being in, you know, your Best Buy or in Amazon and those types of places will all make sense for us, uh, just a little bit later in our, in our timeline. No, I, I get that. And it's, it's such a beautiful product. Like it's, I love, I love, I'm obviously you did it to be like, a lot of your materials say the iPhone of, of switches. I mean, it's, I think that's, it's just gorgeous. So it, it, I think you'll, it'd be neat to, to have it in hand, but also too, like eventually, I mean, when people see how gorgeous it is, like in a retail situation, it's, it'll be exciting. Yeah, it will be. Uh, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Our team did a, an amazing job with it and, yeah, um, yeah. but subtle, right? We, I mean, there's no branding on it. There's, it's really, you know, you should be able to live in your home with all the support and benefit that technology brings without having to see it all the time and have it be up front mm-hmm. and, and in your face all the time. So, you know, that's why it fits in a Decora faceplate. If you want to use it in the middle of a triple gang, you can drop it in there super easily. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just very subtle, like the, the right amount of design um, without, being, uh, w- without being flamboyant. Yeah. Well, well done. It was a pleasure talking to you, and I, I wish you all the success, and I can't wait to check out check out Oro. And, um, yeah, we'll keep in touch, and congratulations. Thanks, Jason. Uh, it was a pleasure, and if I can ever be helpful, let us know. Yeah, I definitely will. Thanks, and take care. Take care.